Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we are in the second parak, beginning the second parak of Mesechtas to my parak based Mishnah Aleph. There is a big machlokas, a big debate between the great Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Eliezer. In this machlokas, this debate centers around what is the status of fruit that has been exported from the land of Israel. Do we still say it retains certain laws? relevant to the fruit of Israel, i.e., one must still remove Trumas and Miseris, or do we say once it leaves the boundaries of the land of Israel, it no longer is obligated in Trumos and Miseris. Rabbi Eliezer says, if you look at the Pasik, the Pasik in Bamidbar Tesvav Yutes says, And from the bread of the land, the food of the land, one may take Trumah. Food of the land means wherever it may be, as long as it was produce that came from the land. And therefore, wherever you are, you could be in America, you could be in Australia, you could be anywhere in the world, and you have Israeli Jaffa oranges, you better take off Trumos and Maestros. However, Rabbi Elias disagrees. He says, if you look at the earlier Pasuk, the earlier Pasuk says, seemingly, seemingly implying, Shama only there. That is where the obligation of Trumas and Maestros is, but nowhere else. However, Rabbi Kiva does agree that if you have fruits and you are nigmar malacht and you totally complete the malacht and you're ready to sell them in Yosharad or Rami Levy, whatever other overpriced supermarket you like shopping in in Israel, and you're like, actually forget it, I'm going to export them to Tanzania. So then, then because it's right nigmar malacht in Israel, one must take off Trumas and Maestros even if they are out there in Africa. This mission is assuming, like Rabbi Eliezer, that once the fruit was uh, cultivated and and grown in Eretz Yisrael, one might, must take off Trumas and Maestros. And the Mishnah essentially tells us that there are lands this, where that surround Israel where when you get certain fruits, you can be pretty certain they probably came from Eretz Yisrael. These are really fruits of Israel, and therefore if you're eating them and you're in Syria, one must treat them like Demai. And that is what this Mishnah is about. Says our Mishnah. Ve'elu devarim misasher demai b'chol makom wherever you may be, in which is machlokus. Is it really anywhere, or is it only the land surrounding Eretz Yisrael? But wherever you get these fruits, you can be certain they probably or pretty sure they came from Eretz Yisrael. Hadvelu v'atamarim v'acharuvim ha'oriz v'akomen. Whether it's figs or dates, carobs, rice or cumin, all these things you can assume they probably came from Eretz Yisrael. Must treat them like demai. Ha'oriz shebechutz l'aretz kol meshdamish mimenu pater. However. Rice from outside of Eretz Yisrael, whoever uses it, is exempt from taking the mine. The reason for that is that there is a clear difference between the variety of rice that is grown in Israel and outside of Israel. And one can tell the difference very quickly, and therefore you can tell it's from Futzlarts, and one does not need to take the mine. Mishnah Beis now begins as follows. As we've talked about this entire time, the whole concept of Demai, Demai, where did it come from, is when you get food from an Amaretz, which we have not exactly defined who is an Amaretz, but if you were to get food from an Amaretz, or produce from an Amaretz, you have to treat it like Demai, because there's a possibility, as remote as it might be, that they did not, they were not punctilious in the laws of Maestros, and they did not remove the proper Maeser. The, this Mishnah talks about someone who has the status of an Amaretz, and then they decide, you know what, I want to live this the, the life of a Chaver, someone who is Nemon, someone who, ha, who is believed, someone who is trusted. I want to join that category of people, and therefore, what must they do in order to establish that they are someone who is believed so that their produce is no longer demai? What must they do? Someone who decides they want to be someone who's nemon, who's trustworthy. Trustworthy does not mean that they're what they say is true, but in this sense, we believe them and we trust them that they know the appropriate halachos and how to remove the proper maestros. What must they do? So in front of 
seemingly three people, they have to say from now on, Maisa Shuochal. For number one, they have to say, I'm going to take Maisa off. Makes a lot of sense. But it's not just that. They have to do more than that. They have to show that they are keeping many other halachos in this realm. Veshu Mocher. Not only are they going to take Maisa off what they're going to eat, they're going to take off Maisa what they're going to sell. Ves Shuhu Lokeach. And also take Maisa off this what they buy in order to sell. You might have thought that those things, it's on, the, it's on the buyer. The answer is no. They have to be careful about that as well. There's a fascinating question that came before Rabbi Yashif, and that was as follows. There were a bunch of bacher, a bunch of guys in a yeshiva somewhere in Chutzlarts, and they went to the local supermarket, and they said, can you please get us Jaffa oranges? We'd love Jaffa oranges. So the guy, in the super, owner of the supermarket, a non-Jew, he's like, I guess if there's a demand, well, sure, I'll put an order in for you. And, and he went and he ordered a tremendous amount of Jaffa oranges. Now, these Bachim are really excited. They can have the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. They took it back to the dorms, and they took off the appropriate chumas and maestros, and they're so excited they can fulfill some sort of key whatever it may be, of eating Peyrus of Eretz Yisrael. And every, all was good and well until they realized one minute, we are now just created a situation where, yes, we know how to take off chumas and maestros, but essentially, we are now causing this store owner to sell these untithed f- oranges to anyone who comes into the store, including Jews who are not knowledgeable in the laws of Trumas and Maestros, thus, essentially, we're making them stumble, that they're now going to eat the oranges without taking off the appropriate Trumas and Maestros. Did we do the right thing? Meaning, they were to say, they, although they wanted to fulfill this uh, Indian to have oranges of Israel, they're essentially doing, doing what this mission says not to do. They're causing someone to sell, and it's not them, but someone else to sell, oranges of Eretz Israel, which are not tithe, essentially demai, if you want to look at it that way, maybe, maybe even Tevel, to unsus- unsuspecting other Jews in the area. So they went before Rabbi Yashiv, and Rabbi Yashiv said to them, I'll tell you what you should do. Go to the owner of the store and explain to him what Trumas and Maestros are, and, ha- and one of you guys should take off Trumas and Maestros from everything. But otherwise, it's not worth it, he said, to cause one Jew to stumble because you want to fulfill this Indian of having fruits of Eretz Yisrael. Moving on, one should not eat. With an Amaretz, one should not eat with an Amaretz because if you eat at the same table as an Amaretz, you're going to end up eating his demai. You're going to end up eating his his produce. And even if you say I'm going, I intend to take up chumas and maestros, it doesn't look right because perhaps you're going to, you're going to end up eating the wrong thing. The Chaznish points out here that this that we say one should not eat next to an Amaretz if they want to be considered a chaver, someone who's neman, that's only if it becomes a thing. It's, it's habitual. It's, it's common. It's an everyday occurrence. Because then it's, it is likely you might make a mistake. But you want to eat next to them a couple, once in a while, that would not remove the status of being a chaver, someone who's neman. Rehudah no, Afmas neman. Even someone who eats next to Amaretz is neman, says Rehudah, explain, explains the rush, because he's very realistic. He says, you can't just like one day say, oh, I'm no longer eating with all my old pals. I'm not eating with you. You have you have deeply entrenched friendships and relationships, and to just walk away from all of that is not practical. So yes, you can eat next to them, but just be careful about what you're eating, and be careful to remove the appropriate maestro. So Omar Lo, the the Chachamim responded to Yehuda. Yes, you may have these friendships, but Al Atzmoino Neman Kedzi Neman Al Shalach Heirim. Here we're dealing with a person who himself is not believed yet. He's not trusted regarding himself yet, and yet he's going to be trusted that he can sell to others. How can that be? Therefore, therefore, until he's willing to not eat in other people's houses, he cannot either be considered someone who's trustworthy and what he sells is still going to be considered demai. Everyone should have a wonderful day.